A-U-D-A-C-Y. Type that into your app search, then download. Gresh and Keith on W-E-E-I. Bradford Show. That's my open? That's what they used to call me, Swivel Hits Bradford. That's my open. I'm okay. waiting for you to so justify what? your stupid opinion. Bradford Show. That's delicious. The gentleman who joined us all last season, and we're fixing to have him on a whole bunch this year as well, joins us on the Harbor One Hotline. For those of you who are watching the show on Twitch, just follow WEI. You can see, I mean, look at this handsome oh, wow. devil here. Wow. I mean, I got the I got the nesting crew in my background, true, as a as a backdrop. So it's a whole, it's all coming together. That is real nice. Yeah. yeah well, thank you. know, you. I think it's that Florida sun does you well, Bradfoe. Look at this, and I yeah. got my McFarland shirt on. Oh, I got man. it all. There we you knew go. it was only sharp. Wait, I think I won the over on that or uh, the right. under. Congrats. Uh, how I feel good. Here. I feel good. Yeah. I, I was here at six a.m. By the way, breaking news, guys. I haven't told anybody this. Mm-hmm. I got pulled over on the way to the park today by a cop. How fast were you going? I was not going fast. Uh, now I am Tail driving. Out. I am driving. As I said on the broadcast, down there he's yeah, going fast. Uh, no inspection stickers. As, as, as miles I, an hour. As I said on the broadcast yesterday, I'm driving it around in a 1994 Toyota Camry. Nice. So I thought I was just being pulled over for having a crappy car. Mm-hmm. But no, he said I ran a stop sign oh. at, at six o'clock in the morning. But you're like, I'm just said, chomping at the bit to get over here to. Well, film they myself. said they said where are you going? I said JetBlue Park. He said who are they playing? I like I have no idea. I have no <laughs> idea. I know there's a press conference. I yeah. have no idea who they're playing. Did you do you get to expense that? No, it's a warning. It was a warning because you know Got I just it. all I had to do was you know drop Gresh and Keefe and there Smart. you go. Oh, oh I was gonna say tune in eleven twenty today. They gave there some gave some old cop a fruit cup or something like <laughs> that, that, and that, they let you off. Thank you, Officer, officer Polinski. Yes, Bradford. Uh, anything stand out from the Trevor Story press conference and or your uh, your interview with him afterwards? Oh, the Bogarts call. I yeah. mean, they, they and I know that we knew that he Bogarts had called him, but when I asked Trevor Story about, you say, what was the thing that sort of really had an impact besides obviously the six years and 140 million dollars? He said when Xander Bogarts called because you had a, everyone else texted. This guy called. He picked up the phone. He didn't know who it was. And and sometimes, you know, I would imagine that it wasn't going to prevent him from coming here. But you know as well as I do, it, there was probably, you know, a little bit of, eh, I feel a little uncomfortable about this Bogart situation. So when Bogart calls and says, hey, welcome, I want you here, and so forth and so on, there you go. And the other thing was Heim Bloom just saying he was at the top of our list because he was absolutely the best fit, not only for this year but for uh, the years to come. And what does that mean? How do you read into that? Well, because even Keith and I were talking about it, Rob, is you've got you got Bogarts and maybe he doesn't want to move off short. And then what is Rafi Devers long term? Does he just want to be a third baseman? Then you have Trevor Story. It feels like if you could just have everybody take one step to the right and Devers go to first, this thing Mm. would all fix itself. So who is the key in this sort of triad in figuring all this out? Well, I think, number one, we're going to have to see how Trevor Story plays second, which, you know, it, in this day and age of the shifts, anyone can play second. I mean, Travis Shaw was playing second. Wow. So you, right. you have you have three guys on the right side of the infield half the time. 
But if if Bogart, if all of a sudden you're laying there and you're it's like, oh well, this Bogart story combination, second base shortstop, that really works. Then you get serious about a Bogart's extension. The thing is, of this day, of all the news that happened this day, after I talked to Trevor Story, I went up and talked to Rafael Devers. And, and I, you know, because he obviously signed the deal yesterday. And I said, well, a lot of times when you sign these deals, you talk about bigger pictures, about bigger contracts, a big extension. And he said they still to this date haven't offered him a contract extension, which is mind blowing to me. So you have to factor that in about who they're going to prioritize, Andrew Bogarts or Rafael Devers going forward. Yeah, why do you think they haven't offered him a deal? I know he's under contract or the arbitration stuff. He's got this season and next season. But again, he doesn't have to accept it, but you would think they would at least offer something. You look around the majors, anytime there's a really good player who's uh, you know, in his early 20s that has already broken through at the major league level, it seems like there's at least a negotiation. They might say, you know what, I want to play it out and I want to get teams bidding against me. Or in some cases, they sign early. So what do you think the thought process is there for them not to do it yet? I have no idea. And honestly, I didn't believe it until I went back and asked him and mm. tried to be as direct as I could. So, so you're telling me at no point have they offered an extension. He's like, no. And you go, you're right, Rich. I mean, the fact is you go back, he lined up perfect with Bregman. When Bregman signed his, uh, I think it was like five-year, $100 million deal, maybe he turns it down, but you got to at least find out. Right. Because with nothing else, maybe you just buy out a couple of free agent years. It, it makes no sense to me. But one thing I know now is that Devers is dug in. So Devers, on our conversation, he basically was saying, hey, you know what, it was a little uncomfortable. Uh, there was some uncertainty because they wanted to compare me to other third basemen. I don't want to be compared to other third basemen. I want to go on my merits. I am different from everybody else. Look at my numbers, so forth and so on. He values himself very high, as he should. Hmm. And I take that as I'm digging in and I want to get paid $300 million or whatever it is. Jeez. Wow. So that sounds like it's the real problem because with Xander Bogarts, I'd at least entertain a $300 million discussion depending on the deal. Rafi Devers at $300 million? I don't even think yeah. I'm talking about that. And I don't want to say, I don't know if he wants $300 million. Maybe right. he wants $200 million, but still. But still, that's a but hefty he, check. Right. He wants to be paid among the elites because I, I asked him, I said, are you like Xander had said, he's going to monitor all these deals, all these yeah. contracts. And Rafi just was like, no, I'm not going to because I, I know how good I am. I know the numbers I'm putting up, and all I'm asking is to be paid like that quality of player. And right now, the way he's trending, you know, that's an elite, elite hitter. Yeah, I mean, it's just – I wonder what are the chances – and I know, again, they're a big market team. They're always going to have a big payroll, and they should have a big payroll. But that – is there any chance in 2023 Bogart, Story, Endeavors are all on the team? There's a chance, but look at how that looks. Yeah. I mean, you're talking about what percentage of the payroll, even for the Red Sox, is that? Now, you can manage it if you you have guys coming up, but the problem is the elite guys you have coming up play, play the spots. same positions. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they play the same positions. So it's so you're talking about story at $140 million. Like I got to imagine Bogarts wouldn't even take the story deal right now, even though he's a month and a half a, a different than him and relatively the same sort of offensive player. 
So I just can't imagine they're going to allocate that much money to three players. And that's why I'm, I'm a, like surprised that Heim Bloom would say Trevor Story is the perfect fit because first mm-hmm. of all, he's not a second baseman, right? So you already have a shortstop, and then when you get into the future of the team, one of your best prospects is a second baseman, another one of your best prospects is a shortstop, and then you still have to decide whether you're going to pay the left side of the infield. So to me. I like the player, but by no means is he the perfect fit. No, but you know what? And he and Heimblum would never say this, but it, it doesn't take a big leap of faith to say a big part of that fit is, well, if Xander leaves, we have our shortstop mm-hmm. until Marcelo Meyer gets here in whatever, three years. Yeah. So that, to me, is when he says a perfect fit, that's what he's talking about. I think anyway, at least you have that option. You have that leverage, which really you didn't have before. You had no bridge between Xander Bogarts when he left and Marcelo Meyer at all. Rob Bradford of WEEI.com. And you, of course, catch him occasionally beside Joe Castiglione on Red Sox baseball. Which Joey, see magic. the big cheese. Oh, yeah. No, what, oh, yeah. Yes, I, yeah I, I, I'm glad I gave you guys some content. I mean, great. I, I don't know how WEEI.com is now not done the career retrospective <laughs> on Joey, see the big cheese. Oh, my goodness. So good. So good, right? So good. And and really, the thing that stood out, and Rich was all over this right away when we heard the audio, is that yeah. the radio yes. station that he worked for wouldn't do new imaging, so he had to go by Bob Russell. Bob Russell. <laughs> what the hell? That's I unbelievable. Only, I only know him by Bob show. Russell. And by the way, you guys can weigh on in because we had this conversation yesterday on the broadcast when Will and I were doing. We're trying to find. We have to get a nickname for Will now, right? So I like the Long big bo- Shanks. I like the <laughs> <laughs> Long Shanks. Uh, it was from Seinfeld. Long I like. Uh, I like called big, Kramer. I like the suggestion Big Bunny because there's evidently a big Flemish rabbit thing going. So it's uh, uh, the I'm Big Bunny. Google or, the Flemish or, rabbit or right or now. the or Big Steak. Uh, you know Flemings. Big you know. Steak. So, oh yeah, yeah, big, yeah, yeah. big steak. Yeah. I know. Uh, he doesn't look like he's eaten one though. I love, I love Will, yeah. and he's but he. We well, can see him a, in the like reflection. It's like a guy curly, right? Well, so there that's, you go. It, it fits There's perfect. It's like my dad's friend Tiny, who was six eight. <laughs> Well, I know that uh, Sean McDonough tried calling him Flemball for a while. That That's was the, just we could yeah, probably. I, th- I think we got to take it to another level. We can go somewhere else. Right, we'll now that we have back. Joey C, the big cheese. I That's mean, true. For, th- for, this is what spring training's all about. These freaking Flemish rabbits. Yeah, look at the they, size yeah. of that thing. Come yeah. on, I like you, the big bunny. Oh, I like the big bunny for a nickname. Looks like a German shepherd. It kind of does. That's enormous. I want to pet that guy though. I'll tell you that, Bradfield. I still have an issue with the outfield on this team. I feel like they have one every. Everyday outfielder. And I know not every team in the league has three everyday outfielders and there's platoons, but it feels like I like Verdugo and Verdugo should play a lot, but I'm kind of underwhelmed with everybody. You don't else. think Verdugo's an everyday outfielder? No, no, I just said Verdugo's the one oh, guy. Oh, oh, I, oh, He's I, the I, one I, guy. I, I thought yeah. it was one of these things like I like him personally, but no, 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 no. no. I'm saying, <laughs> I'm saying, I would like, it, I would like two everyday outfielders. Three is, is you don't think so? You don't think Kike Hernandez is an everyday outfielder? I don't. I mean, he's one of the best defensive center fielders in baseball. I, I think well, he's too streaky at the plate, though. Like, I don't know if you want his bat in there 150 games. Well, and now that Story is here, is he just a full-time outfielder? Yes. Yes. And, right. he, and, and he's – and which is fine with me because I think he's one – defensively, he's one of the best guys out there. And you, you make the argument that he isn't as consistent offensively as you want. That's fine. But I do agree that they're short a guy. Yeah. They're short a guy, and and they're talking about playing JD out there against lefties, and you can have someone else DH. You don't want a JD to play out in the outfield if you don't have to. No. And 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 listen, let's see how Christian Arroyo plays out there in the next couple of weeks. 
But they don't have anyone to replace Hunter Renfro, who, by the way, was a really impactful guy for them at times. And right now, Jackie Bradley just isn't that guy. Uh, yes. Yeah, go ahead. No, I I, you. no, <laughs> you did. I was going to go in a different direction. He threw something in there in the end, and I'm like, oh, I got to go somewhere else. Well, Jackie, you know. Six and zero oh so far. Are oh, the Red Sox? I mean, out, what do you look out? What do you uh, what do you read into the results? Maybe more importantly, Rob, sort of what are some of the things you're hearing down there, just in terms of the success of this team and what they want to get to over the next couple of weeks to be able to get to Opening Day. They're all talking about the lessons learned from the 2007 Patriots, how you better lose a game before the big game comes around. There you right? go, so baby. That's right. So, you yeah. don't want to so be undefeated. Everyone, yeah. 161 and 0 yeah. would be you, a real problem. You, well, you have to lose a game at some point. But it's, it's, and you guys go, remember this going back to, I think, you know, the Tito Francona the last couple of years. They played, they had terrible records and they played terrible at the end. You just want to play well. It does not matter about wins and losses. Oh, guys, I mean, the guys that are running out there, innings six through nine, believe me, like it does yeah. not matter. It no. does not matter. These are the guys that are defining the game, whether Heart you win and loss. Yeah. yeah. And and by the way, Ruzne Castillo would have been like a six through, inning six through nine <laughs> all-star right now. Got it. Yeah, but it, it it's more about how you're playing. And right now, they're playing pretty well. I mean, the pitching has been pretty well. You just got to stay healthy. I, the, to me, they have the pieces to do well right now, especially with Story. You just you cannot have another injury at, in the pitching staff. That's the biggest thing. Who's the closer, you think, to start the season? I think it's probably Whitlock, but it's it's going to be an evolving thing because you can't just say Barnes because no. he was so bad for the last couple months, right? And um, you know, and you have Deekman out there, you have Brazier out there, but Whitlock is you know he's the guy that you would say, okay, you know what, go out there the last two two innings of a game and lock it down. So yeah, I would say him. When are you uh, on the call next? That would be tomorrow. That would be tomorrow. All so right. I, I am. Uh, I'm are you just with so, sports? Ooh. You with uh, Joey C, the big cheese, or uh, <laughs> the big bunny, the, the tall drink, <laughs> big bunny, long yeah. shanks, tall drink of water. Yeah, I uh, who I who am I with tomorrow? Oh I'm, my god! I'm with, oh, I'm with the big bunny. So you're he's running right stop right signs. Who am I with? You're uh, an no, old. No, no, you're no, morphing into no, well, an old. Welcome, welcome to spring training. Oh but I, I want I do programming note though the. Uh, uh, people should go check out all the interviews. Hyde and Bloom's going to be on, and and um, uh, Sam Kennedy and me and everybody else. So go go online and check that out. So uh, yeah, at weei.com. Yeah. They're yeah, on the yeah, internet. Weei.com. <laughs> They're just on the internet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Brad. So somewhere on the internet. I love it. Um, Brad Foe on yeah. Twitter. Yeah, but it's uh, a lot going on today. So yeah, all good, all good. Very good. All right, Brad Foe, right. thank you, friend. We will uh, talk to you soon. Appreciate it. All right, guys. I'll talk to you later. There Thanks, goes uh, our guy, Rob Bradford.